All right, folks, Deacon and the Doctor. We talk about honoring Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy by having a day on, not a day off. Service, people, service. And we talk a little bit about the football playoffs. What a great Ooh, weekend them it Cowboys was. Cowboys got blown out. <laughs> to watch football. And we also talk about uh, President Biden dealing with uh, kind of his first year and what went well, what didn't go well, and what's he looking at for uh, the second year. Trying to send his COVID kids. So check us out, Deacon and the Doctor. Bye, y'all. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And I am a, an ordained deacon in the Catholic Church. Well, I'm a doctor of education. And the idea of the podcast is we're going to invite you to pull a chair up to the kitchen table and we're going to talk about real events. What's relevant? Yeah, and you might not agree with us or we might not agree with each other, but we're still going Amen. to have the conversation because, you know, it's hard. It's hard out here. And this is the deacon and the doctor. Hey folks, uh, this is Deacon Bill here. Just a quick disclaimer. Know that the views expressed on Deacon and the Doctor are strictly Rhonda's and mine. They don't now, represent I can speak for myself. My <laughs> views. <laughs> they don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church, right? And they definitely don't represent any education, no institution or uh, entity. Just my views. And the other thing that we'd love is we'd love to hear your views. And so you can reach us uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, find us at Deacon underscore Doctor. Yes, Deacon underscore Doctor. And follow us and give us some likes on the things that we post that you find interesting or comment if you have something that you'd like to add. And we will be gladly discussing it on our future episodes. Thanks. Hello, welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Hey, Dr. Rhonda. Hey, Deacon Bill. So I have to start off with uh, our prayers. Our thoughts all go out to those out in Tonga, one of these um, dealing with the tsunami, volcanic eruption. Out in the Pacific, yes, yes. I said yeah. one of their smaller islands, every home, every building gone. Yeah. That's the power of Mother Nature. Yeah. But we don't seem to understand the ramifications of our actions. You know, treating treating the earth the way we should. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Pope Francis said, like, we have one earth. We have to take care of this one. We, we don't get, we don't get any more. Yes. You so know? what type of things are you doing to um, protect the earth or do better by by the earth well i try to one not use plastic anywhere so i've i've tried to examine where in my life i use plastic and stop doing that so like now our our laundry detergent not in a plastic bottle no longer comes in plastic bottles but that's been a whole year like we've been that's been a whole year of doing that which is good deodorant no longer comes in a plastic container it's now a paper container yes that's good mine too uh soap comes yep so i i I shifted to bar the bar soap instead of the liquid soap to to reduce packaging i mean that with the way things are for us in this whole continued pandemic 
we can't, you can't get a lot of things, right? So, um, I've shifted to working towards not purchasing the shampoo bottles because I would buy the largest plastic bottle I could buy. So I had a large quantity, but. Right. But um, now you have bar, shampoo, and soap. Yes. Both. And so it's just, just small things. If and we I'm all, just committed to giving up shampoo altogether. Well, when, when you don't have any hair on your head, you can do that. But I'm I'm trying to keep my locks. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, I think this year, that's what I kind of have been trying to think about. Ways that I can decrease my impact on the environment. Hopefully, the rest of you that are listening can think about ways. Um, one way might be to reduce that food, the um, meat consumption if you are a meat eater. That's right. Going, go, I am going on my second anniversary eating plant-based. Yes. Congratulations. So. Congratulations. I would have never thought it. All those years ago when we were dating and Bill's plate would be meat and potatoes. I would have meat and potatoes. Come nope. on now. Meat Nothing green. and potatoes. <laughs> no veggies whatsoever. Uh-uh. He was like, ugh, plants, ugh, no. They were all white plants. <laughs> Potato chips. I mean, you still have some of that, but like I'm I'm pleasantly surprised when I see the vegetables right. on I'm, your plate. I'm, I've been going strong. It only took 20 plus years to get them there. And I, I tell people all the time, if you want to try, just try one meal a week. Just try if one he can plant, do it, anybody can do it. Just try one plant-based meal a week and see how you feel. It'll only take you 21 years to get there, people. <laughs> so we, we, uh, we talked a little bit about Betty White in our last episode. She would have been 100 years old this Yester- week. Yesterday, yesterday on uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. Well, well, we'll get to Dr. King. Let's... And Dr. King would have been 93. Uh, but also this week, we would have celebrated Muhammad Ali's 80th birthday. All right. So, um, for Betty White, Muhammad Ali, obviously two of the the greatest that, you know, what they did will always be remembered fondly. So, we yeah we, we pray for the repose of their souls. Uh, but you mentioned also Dr. King. Uh, so... Yeah, let me ask you a question. So... You know, like it's supposed to be a day, Monday, yesterday, supposed to be a day of service, right? Right. It is a day on, not, not a, day a day off. off. That is correct. So, um, would you, are you upset if there's no mention of Dr. King on media threads? Oh, I saw a lot of mention. Yeah. You didn't see mention of Dr. King? I mean, some, but I mean, like I just... I saw some people that are like, you know, why aren't we flooding the, flooding social media with Dr. King messages? Oh, I don't know. My, my, my social medias were all. Yeah, it like, is. It's like great. Every, every second or third message. So this is the thing that comes to mind, like now, you know, with the, I call it the defunct Congress and Senate mm. not doing anything like, you know, the voting, voting rights, right? So I did you see know, members of Dr. King's family marched in D.C. They were marching for for, for that very, very yep. right. You know, and it's like, you know, how, since, I mean, since 1968, you know, what what else 
has changed, what what is changing, and why are we still on that same, we're, we're at the same, not at the same place, obviously, but, you know, everybody should have, have a right to vote and to be able to exercise that right to vote. And, it, and you know, with us, sometimes I think every vote should count and, and be able to make a difference. But, you know, we have things in different states that are set up. To well, let me ask you this then. Every- so let's talk a little bit about voting, right? Um, I, I don't know if you read this book. I, I think we saw the movie, a terrible movie, but a good book, Starship Troopers, Robert Heinlein. And in the book, the society that has in the future evolved to, if you didn't serve. You don't vote. You don't vote. Right. So it's 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 not so, a it's not a everybody deserves it. It's you have to earn it. Yes. Um, what do you think about that? I don't know, because when you say serve, serve in what capacity? So if I serve as a civil servant, so in the, I serve in the book, there's a, not a difference. The military has more functionality in that society than it does like in, in our, our society. But yeah, like um like Israel, for example, like everybody has to serve in the military, right? There, there's compulsory service. And I even remember during President Obama's administration, some talk around, you know, should there be service to something like, kind of like Peace Corps, but like it would be here in the United States. Like, yeah. you, like you do like yeah. a year of service, like as you graduate high school or whatever, would that teach people a little bit more yeah. about personal? I mean, we do have like the service learning hours built into public school yep. um, requirements for graduation. So I, I, I'm, I'm all in favor of, of people serving. Absolutely. You know, whether it's, mil- like everybody can't serve in the military for whatever reason. So I don't, I'm not talking military service per se. But service to serve, the larger serve, society. Serve the society yeah. to, and, and be able to give back something. I think that that in and of itself might help open some people's eyes a little bit more on well, things. Well, I always say this. But what about the person you, that can't serve? Well, well, right. I mean, there's always going to be physical limitations. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like the Marine Corps taught me appreciation. You know, like, and I know, like, one of the things, like, I went home and looked at mom and dad, and I was like, thank you. Like, I understand better now. You know? Yeah. But but what about the Marine Corps helped you be thankful to your mom and dad? I, I, I was just little things every day. Like, the Marine Corps taught you to appreciate what you have. So, as an example, right, we were out one day on a field op. It was freezing. Like you didn't have a blanket? Upper 30s. So, so you appreciated your blanket? No, just upper 30s, wind whipping, everybody's miserable, everybody complaining. And one guy, of course, says, it can't get any worse than this. And oh. it started to rain. Okay. <laughs> no one, the other Marines, yes, all hit that guy. But, you know, now you have like a freeze, like just a sleet just falling on us, right? Yes. And it was like... Wasn't it so much better 10 minutes ago when it wasn't raining, right? Teaches you to appreciate what you have. Um, So I do think that there are some elements of service to something larger than yourself. Um, You know, also learning that you as an individual aren't always the answer. That working within a team, understanding how we all come together, those are important learning elements, 
Right. And, and I don't know that you get those when you don't have that shared experience. Well, and I guess I can say like with the the young folks today, to me, it seems as though they don't they can interact through a cell phone or another, you know, some device and not have to really and intru- truly interact the way we had to interact with each other. Well, I think that's different, right? I mean, I, I think the way we interacted, I'm sure our parents thought that we weren't, yeah, you know, doing it the we way those, they should have done yeah. it either, right? So I don't, I don't know about but that I, as I much. Think, but. I, but you know, our we our parents didn't have cell phones. They've come, they've come into cell phones the same way we've come into cell phones. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's it's different in that regards to where, like, our kids don't know a time where there was no cell phone. Right. But our parents grew up at a time, probably, I, I, well, so with my parents, right, they remember a time without televisions. They remember, a time, you know, so they didn't have some of those common yeah, bonding. Yeah, and those things came into the... Right. Why, why you say it like that? I, at least my parents. My parents didn't have no, probably didn't have one TV you had to share. Well, I, I just remember my mother... And father telling me, like, they when I'd be have, sitting there watching TV, like... Or the ra- radio. You know, or I'd be like, oh, there's nothing to watch. And I'm like, what do you mean there's nothing to watch? You got 35 channels here. I had two, you know, like, yeah. and I didn't even get a TV till I was in high school or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. like all you know, like those kind of stories. Yeah. And when my parents got a TV, it took all three of us to lift the TV and bring it into the house. Like, you know, those kind of stories. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so I just always, you know, I laugh when I'm like, yeah. I think that there's a certain passage there of technology and all of that. But bottom line, I do, I do think service is an important lesson. I I believe in democracy. Democracy means you don't force people into anything, right? And right. And does mean everybody gets that freedom, that choice. To choose. Just right. the same way that, you know, if yesterday you wanted it to be a day of service, it could be a day of service. You could choose to do that. But I think we need to choose more than one day of service and like serve throughout the year. And I know a lot of people that do serve throughout the year. Sure. So hopefully we can, um, people, people will do more of that. What about that, that Australian open? Who's not playing? Had had a lot to say about, Oh, Djokovic. The Joker is out of the Australian open and he won't be allowed to play in the French open. He had a lot to say about Naomi Osaka when she didn't want to talk to the media and then he don't want to talk to the media. Like, it's it's just... Uh, I, I have nothing good to say about Djokovic. He is... Um, again, I don't know any of these people, obviously, but... But the, he, the, he's the same one that's, that is making all making all this thing when women do something right. in, on the tennis circuit. Oh, well, they should be, they should be answering questions. Well, you don't want to answer questions now because you don't want to give the... You know, he's also the same guy who almost took out a a ball boy. You know, he just he got upset over missing a point, and he just you know rattled off hit hit a ball. He thought it went into nowhere and it hit a kid. Yeah, you you know, sitting out there. He's also the same one who didn't want to play in the uh, consolation match at the Olympics. He couldn't believe that somebody beat him in the. uh, He had a temper tantrum. You know, so I, I have nothing. Nothing good to say there. So, well, here's my question. You know, obviously you're you're ranked number one. Sure. And he now, could possibly go down as the greatest player of all time. I mean, he's only I think two one majors or two, behind one or two. Federer. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
but you're going to miss the next two majors right. because you decided that you want to be free, whatever free is. Um, but like, I mean, again, that's his choice. Why, I don't, I'm not mad in one way or the other about the choice. I just, the other things that I've no, seen him do but in like, life, well, I don't but think much But, you know, it, this is where it comes down to, like in Australia, if they've asked you to be vaccinated or request a medical exemption and then you lie on your paperwork. You know, you're not you. You don't fully disclose the fact that you've had COVID, and could potentially impact the the citizens of Australia. It's Australia's right to say, nah, right. kick kick rocks, dude. And that's what the French government's doing too. Yeah, I mean, don't lie about it, right? If if it's such a big deal to you and you want to make this stand, well, okay. I, Again, I don't have any problem with that. Are there consequences? Yes, there are consequences to your actions. He leaving money on the table them. like. Co- Table like Kyrie Irving. Well, Kyrie's making his money now. Only on the way and, games. And Antonio Brown is the one who. Well, that's leaving money on the table. He, I think he has something. He he has to. He has some something wrong. Well, yeah, because that and that story changed pretty radically, right? So when he first walked off the field, it was I'm hurt, and they tried to get me to play hurt. Then a couple then of days later, hear, it was he wasn't hurt. They were, I wasn't getting targets. And I could, I can't. I can't make, make my money. My uh, which, which is absolutely ludicrous because last year, Brady focused on targeting him their last five games so that he could make his incentive. Yeah. And in the game before the one he walked off the field, he was targeted ten times, the most yeah. of any of their receivers. Yeah. He was targeted five times in the first half of that game when he walked off in the third quarter. So he was on pace to get those ten targets. Right. Again, yes, and he only needed six more uh, catches to make his incentive. And he had two or three, two or three games at that. Point. Well, he still had one more game. He, he still, still had another, another half and another game and one more play. game. And he could have made those six, you know, potential. And, and Brady, for all of the other accolades, he has proven over the years he gets like if a guy's close, he. He works he towards it. getting them to. You know, like the he ball went back into that same game, or the, uh, the I'm sorry, the last game, the next game uh, that they played against Carolina. They were going to pull him. Mm-hmm. Gronk needed two more catches. He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. As soon as Gronk got a second catch, he's like, okay, now you can pull me. Yeah. You know, but. But that's kind of you I know. Him he didn't think Blaine Gabbert could get Gronk those last catches. Maybe not. <laughs> so. But so that's that's kind of like you taking care of somebody that you like. He asked Gronk to come back to play, right? And Antonio Brown. And he, he asked Antonio to come, but then um, what's the coach's name? Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians said he was trying to get A. B. to go back out there. Well, that's he, the thing. So the first story was he, he was go hurt. Back out there, right? Second story was they aren't they aren't catching me, right? So and you, then and then what I heard him I heard him in an interview just uh, Friday or Saturday, and he's like, no, 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 all that got taken out of context. Tom, Tom's my boy. He's a good friend. He always you know he, he looks out for me. I I really like Tom. Like all that other stuff. That's just y'all. Okay. Messing so with he, my word, and I'm like. So, yeah, something's going on there. Right, yeah. and that everybody's saying um, CTE. Could be. Could right. be. The, the the other issue, though, I think, is when everybody around you just tells you that you're doing the right thing, 
and and nobody in your inner circle will kind of. But I don't. I think it, it Bill. It's it's not about questioning. You know, it's like something's I think that's not part of it. Something's he's had multiple instances that I've heard of where like it just seems like this ain't, like what is wrong right. with you? I agree. So I think that his mental capacity is not quite there. Something is off. Right, but some somebody has to grab has, you and say, "Come on, we need to go talk even, to this person." Even if, but you know, if, we need to go get you analyzed. So, we, we need to go, you know. But in the same to the same I can be that you could tell me, "Oh, you got to go see somebody." If I don't want if I am as athletic of a person as that man is yeah. and I say, "You know, I'm not going." I'm not going. Right. And I, my mental capacity might not be there. So there might be a need for, you know, someone to intercede on his behalf and, and get him medical attention. Um, because clearly something's not like you don't just rip your clothes off and leave the field like that. I mean, that's not in that situation. Right. Right. So they're not playing me. So, OK, like walk to the walk to the locker room with your clothes on. Don't throw your stuff right. in the stands. If you want to go home, go home. But, right. you know, or stay in the locker room yeah. after the first half and go. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, so did you like Did you like having six playoff games this weekend? Uh, did I watch any of those playoff games? Oh, no. You missed out. This was the super wild card. First time the NFL has done this many uh, team seven. Well, seven I tell teams. you who who didn't like their playoff games this weekend. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Cowboys are sitting at home watching the rest of the playoffs just like us. They looked terrible. But I told you, San Francisco bad matchup. I told you, San Francisco was going to punch him in the mouth. They weren't going to know what to do. I will say this: the defense, I thought, played better. They they gave up a bad first drive. They looked terrible on the first drive. They looked better after that. Um, and Micah Parsons continues to just be the real deal. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, I, all I've heard about is how great these wide receivers are, how amazing, you know, this offense is. But, you know, they're an average team. They, they beat up on the bad teams and score 50 points like they did against the Eagles, right? They'll beat mm-hmm. up the bad teams, and they lose to the good teams. That's what they've done all year. That's what they did in the playoffs. Yeah. One and done. Um, I, I think this weekend gets a lot more interesting. Who's up next this weekend? So you got the Bills and the Chiefs. I think that that That'll might be, a be good the, the premier game. Mm-hmm. Rams and the Buccaneers. And the thing about Tampa, we talked about Brown being out. Chris Godwin, probably their best wide receiver. He's been out. Mm-hmm. With, but Brady with connected with Evans this past week, right? Well, that's all he can do, right? It's Gronk and Evans. Because that's all he got. But they lost two of their starting offensive linemen. Their right tackle and their center. Uh, likely won't play against the Rams. You talk about Aaron Donald, the greatest player in the NFL mm. on the Rams defensive line. Uh, you know, the Rams are, are like, you know, like, like a fantasy football team, right? They just kept stocking up players. OBJ, uh, yeah. you know, he caught a, a touchdown. Well, we'll see uh, how the Rams do. The Rams are, are hopefully, you know, they seem to be throwing their dollars at. Well, winning. And, and so, so we'll can see. Matthew Stafford keep this Georgia uh, winning streak going, right? You had the Braves win the World Series. You had Georgia win the national championship in football. Matthew Stafford, a Georgia grad, can he keep this winning streak going for Georgia? We shall see. Uh, but we, um, we watched a little bit of the Rams and the Cardinals game on Monday night, and we watched the... Uh, 
the Manning cast, right? So those of you who haven't seen this on ESPN2, they run, instead of having the regular announcers, it's just Peyton and Eli Manning kind of goofing and, and joking. But, but also giving, I think, some pretty good analysis as two quarterbacks kind of see the whole field and, and see everything going on. But um, did you see the interview with The Rock when he was on there? Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed this, but over his left shoulder was like a dinosaur head. Okay. That I just, I thought it was a prop from one of his movies. Uh-huh. Like, I really didn't think anything of it. Uh-huh. I, I was reading a, an article on it today. Uh-huh. It was actually like a fossil. And not just any fossil, but it's like the largest, like, intact Tyrannosaurus Rex fossil in the world. So what is it doing in... He paid $32 million for it. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess he has some extra change. So, if you had just stupid money. Yeah, I don't know. What's the one thing you would go out and just I, buy? I don't, no, I don't even know. I don't think that I would do that. Yeah, I don't think I'd buy a fossil, but. Especially for $32 million. Well, again, I mean. Just think about how many people he could feed with $32 million. I'm sure somebody's getting fed and I'm for not that saying, $32 million. I'm not saying. Like a fossil bill, come on, leave them things in the museum so other people can see them. Why do you need a fossil in your house? Look at how many people saw it last night. How many people were watching the football game? More than went to a museum yesterday, I guarantee you that. Perhaps, but I don't know. That's just, yeah, I'm, I don't think we'll ever be in that, that boat. No. I think for me, the one thing I probably would get, remember how we saw that life-sized hand solo in the carbonite? Yeah. That was like $7,000. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably have that in my basement. No lie. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing silly you would buy. I mean, again, you just have stupid money. It doesn't matter. I don't like, know. I don't You know, think of what, what have you bought that cost like $20, right? Yeah, that's the equivalent. I mean, because that's the kind of money he has, right? So. Yeah, Bill, I don't know. Because I'd have to live in that world for a little while to figure out what my crazy item that i would buy would be you buy more uh more of the arts art what's the the t-shirt making thing the cricket no because then somebody else can make my stuff for me (laughs) i'm not gonna be putzing around with no cricket if i got that kind of money i'm i'm telling i'm hiring somebody to hey write this down this is what i want you to create here make me this shirt that's 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 where i would be but um what else is going on in the world? So the other big thing that will come up uh, tomorrow is President Biden uh, will be doing a kind of not it's not the State of the Union. He's just doing a press conference, but a lot of it's reflecting on this past year mm-hmm. and and where a year in review. Yeah, kind of a year in review and where uh, he wants to take some of these issues. So the big thing is this infrastructure bill that seems to be dead in Congress, you know, what will he do with that? And we had talked about this before where I think it makes, like, I don't think it makes sense to try to throw 3,000 things into one bill and say, here, right. pass put the Put the things in the bill that need to be addressed. Right. And, and like, if you want to do infrastructure, have a bill that addresses infrastructure, not a bill that addresses infrastructure and paid family leave and all this other stuff you know they're all important things but they should all be weighed for their own merit right put put the things that need to be 
that we're talking about. So if we're saying infrastructure, it needs to be infrastructure. Right. But what happens is the senator from Massachusetts says, well, I'll only vote for your bill if you add this thing in for me. And that's how this thing gets so bloated. Yeah. And that's how that's how things are. And that's, you know, because that's not how things should be. No, but we are already said we got a messed up Congress and Senate. Right. We got to do something about that. But what the the Democrats are concerned with now is these midterm elections. And this will kind of be the first step towards building towards the midterm, right? So you already saw some kind of difficult elections in this off-year cycle, right? Uh, Like uh, the Virginia governor now going Republican and and, uh, things like that. So... uh, Especially the Democrats on the more progressive, the the kind of farther to the left side, they don't feel like their voice has been heard or any of their issues have been addressed. And that was a big reason why President Biden was able to carry the election. Mm-hmm. And if that group doesn't come out in midterm, then you're going to see the Republicans really stepping up. And, you know, you could see a lot of, you know, big movement. Yeah, shifts, shifts, yeah. shifts. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, ultimately, we got to get out and vote. And, you know, you got to vote for the the person that you think aligns best with your... Republican or Democrat. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so, we need another party. Uh, I've been saying that for years. Why are we limited to two choices? We shouldn't be. Well, you're not. You can write in whoever you want to. That's right. No, I'm a big believer in looking at the other parties. but um, But I always get made fun of and told, oh, I... I can only look at two, and I'm like, no, I don't think that's right. But I, um, I do think that the that the Republicans are going to really jump on uh, the interest rates, inflation. I think that's going to be a big issue, and if the president can't work through some of that, I, I yeah. think the midterm is going to be pretty ugly for the the Democratic Democrat. Party. Yeah, yeah, I can see how that would that would definitely be, and I mean, really and truly. You know, I feel like, you know, what what is what does he have to show? And Biden never was really a strong, like, I didn't see him as a strong candidate anyway. Mm-hmm. So when you, you have kind of a, okay, you're the lesser of two evils type, for lack of a better analogy, then that's, you kind of get... You're going to get that person. They come into to office, and then when folks don't see significant differences, you know, or the perception is that, okay, now my gas is up. Oh, I don't have any food on the shelves in the grocery store, and you were supposed to be making this better. It's not better. The supply chain disruption is still there. And these are all things that are pro- will probably have been in the picture no matter who was in office some of them driven by covid and the you pandemic know, certainly so that, yep. that but you get the blame because you are the leader sure. of yeah the if country, it happens right? on your watch yeah so you know but i mean i just i i, I don't know it's just it'll, it'll be interesting to see where things go and how things pan out over the next year but like you said we got to get out and vote we got to educate and and then activate, right? And yeah. We because, do. again, we it's, not, do. it's not the responsibility of politicians. It's the responsibility of you and me. And it, starts, so, it, and it starts in the local elections. And right. we, we really need to be 
please pay attention to your local elections if you're listening to us. But you probably already know that if you're listening. <laughs> well, it's time for us to go and do some some active things. And uh, so we're going to sign off here for another week. Thank you for staying with us on another episode of The Deacon. And The Doctor. And Bye. Bye. Thank you.